Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey guys, so have you heard about the Confident and Purpose program? It is a 90-day program that is going to help you launch you into the more confident you, the version of you who understands who you are, understands what your purpose is, understands what your gifts are, and are actively working to pursue those things. Y'all, I'm so excited about this program. If you are a woman of faith and you know that there is more for you, if you are ready to walk into your next, if you are tired of being on your nine to five, living an unfulfilled life, or if you are tired of just pouring out and serving and investing in everyone else, but not investing in yourself, and you know that there is a call on your life, you know that there is something more that you absolutely should be doing, and you know that time is a ticking and you need to begin to execute those things and make those things a reality, but yet you find yourself having trouble um, making time for yourself and being consistent and even identifying what it is that you should be doing, girl, this is the program for you. We are going to spend 90, this program is going to be 90 days and we're going to walk you through the process of understanding those things so that you can courageously redefine your life, unlock your gifts, create a strategic goal completion plan, give yourself permission to dream and execute those dreams. Y'all, it is so possible. In this space, we offer accountability. We offer community. Um, there'll be a digital workbook that will go along with that. And you'll get a spiritual and natural gift assessment. So you will be super clear on what you've been called to do, the areas that you've been called to show up in. Girl, you know what that means? That means clarity. That means direction. That means that you know when to say no and you know when to say yes girl it makes your yeses easier and your no's a whole lot easier because you understand your purpose you're living a life full of intentionality which allows you to show up as your best self in every single area of your life when you invest in you it automatically benefits those around you and so so many of us, we, we want our kids to live their best life. We want our kids to do the best that they possibly can, but we haven't been that example for them. It starts with us. And so I'm so excited about this program. There is an application process, so you want to click the link in the show notes in order to apply for the program. Once you apply for the program, if your application is accepted, we will hop on a purpose strategy call. And that call will serve as your second interview, but you'll also, will also get to know each other and you'll leave with a strategy that will help you get started on your purpose journey, whether we decide to go forward with the program or not. So pretty much it's a win-win type deal. 
<laughs> but I'm so excited to be able to offer this program. I know so many women who are ready to move into that next, who are ready to um, answer that call for more, but just aren't sure how to get started. And so I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to get started on this journey. And um, I'll see you soon. Hey, boss ladies, welcome to this week's episode. I am really, really excited about having my guest, my next guest, Kiana Price. Kiana Price is straight from Dallas, Texas, and she is just a gem, you guys. She is the host of a podcast entitled She Believed He Could. When I heard the name of the podcast, I instantly knew that Kiana and I needed to connect. What I love about Kiana is that she has gone through a spiritual fight to get her life back. She, like so many of us, have had reckless teenage years where we found ourselves looking for validation and acceptance in all the wrong places. She found herself lost and abandoned in this world. And I know that that is a story I can definitely resonate with. And I'm sure some of you can. But she found herself made new in the love of Christ. And so she now walks with a movement of women entitled Shifting the Narrative. And this is all about starting the process. And while they're starting the process, they're believing that God is going to fulfill his promises while they understand that there is a process that they have to go through to overcome obstacles, to overcome oppression, and to overcome offense. Y'all. I had such a great time talking with Kiana. I know you're gonna love this conversation. Her heart is, is such a heart of gold and a heart after the things of Christ. But I'm gonna stop talking so that we can dive in to this conversation that I had the honor of having with Kiana Price. Hey guys, I am so excited about um, my next guest on Boss Ladies Connect. Uh, we have the pleasure of connecting in Clubhouse. I know y'all hear me keep talking about this app called Clubhouse, but it's been such a great connector and an opportunity to meet such uh, phenomenal women that are walking in their purpose. And so today we have Kiana on Boss Ladies Connect. Welcome, Kiana. Hi, hello. I am um, so excited to be able to connect with you. We had an opportunity to chat um, a few days back and we just had such great conversation around the things that you were doing. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, and I have been thinking about that conversation ever since um, God really moved um, that conversation beyond what I thought it was going to be, but I am a podcast host myself called She Believe He Could. Um, I definitely walk with women who are believing in God for their own process. Um, believing in his promises is the foundation of that. So She Believe He Could started off as like a decoration. It was like a mindset shift. It was like believing in something bigger than you, bigger than your, your being, bigger than the things that you see and start to walk and speak with such authority that only God can give us. Girl, right there. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, I need to speak in authority. I need to walk in some more boldness. Um, and so I, I want to hop into that. But before we start talking about that, can you tell us one thing about yourself that maybe most people don't know? Definitely. So one thing that I like to highlight over my life is that I went to Catholic camp one summer. 
I grew up Baptist, um, but I was nominated to go to this camp um, through this program. And my mom, she didn't think twice that it was a different religion or anything. And she sent me on. And that summer was the best summer I had ever had. Um, it really opened my eyes to God and how he loved and how his people loved. Although they were a different religion, um, they didn't walk in that way. They didn't I didn't feel like an outsider. They really um, worshiped in a way that I was, I, I could feel my heartstrings being pulled from that moment. And that was seventh grade year, um, summertime. So that's something I like to highlight um, that summer I'll never forget. Wow. I love, well, as a former youth pastor, um, that just makes me smile because I think of all of the the youth that we've um, been able to do life with and be a part of their um, upbringing. And then even my own kids, when they have gone to camps and stuff, and then they come back, I saw a, I saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, when your child comes back from um, Christian camp and they're like, Jesus is Lord, <laughs> God is good. And it was like two months later and they're like, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> Yep. Yep. So um, I, I love that. I'm, I love to hear that. I love to hear the impact that just speaks again mm -hmm. to the impact that we have on people and we, you know, in us just doing what we've been called to do. And so I love Definitely. that story. Thank, Thank you, you. So much for sharing. But I, so I want to hop right in to the okay. she believed he could, mm -hmm. um, because you said something that's really been resonating with me about, um, like walking in that boldness and the word that God has like been speaking to me over the past couple of weeks is courage, like being mm -hmm. courageous. And so, um, tell us more about okay. your, um, your mission and what you're doing as far Definitely. as that's concerned. Um, so she believed he could, it was originated from that quote. Um, I'm sure a lot of women have seen it where it says she believed she could, so she did. Um, God really opened my eyes to how we can have such a worldly perspective of ourselves, how we can believe in the power of our own doing, how we can go out and try to accomplish and conquer all of these things. And when it doesn't happen, how that literally breaks our mindset down. We start to believe in the things that we were called to, but because we didn't do it in the way that we thought, we don't try. So she believed he could, she believed she could, so she did. But if you don't ever conquer up the belief to do it, you'll, uh, you know, to believe that you can do it, you'll never, it'll never happen. And so God was saying, put, women need to put their belief in something higher, something greater. And I've been walking with Jesus Christ for seven years, going on eight years being saved. And um, you know, having those encounters with Jesus, my eyes have been open to God, the father. And so when you think about, you know, the Trinity, God, the father, Jesus Christ, the son, and then the Holy Spirit, God has been showing me what that looks like in the eyes of daughter. And so I encourage women from my point of view or my perspective that God is just not a God that sits high. Um, and, you know, he's just this big man in the sky, but no, he truly do call you daughter. And so she believed he could. He started off with a declaration. I'm ready to jump on my podcast. And it seems so long ago, but it really wasn't. My podcast is only four months old um, and we just hit a thousand listens. And so I remember jumping on and I would say, you know, I would just speak 
declaration, you know, I would just speak life over women um, and going through my own process. So I started off with like truth and obedience and, you know, what it means to truly trust God and step out on faith. And God has really been stretching me so much in this season that God is really sh showing me, you know, meet the women where they are, really allow them to see my hand on your life, really walk into the rooms and they know that it was nobody but God. So that's where that authority comes from. That's where you really go into places that you don't have no business being, but God put you there. He placed you there for such a time as this. And so you start to walk you know, with this confidence about yourself, with this assurance that even if it doesn't happen the way that I see it, I'm believing in something bigger, something um, greater than my own physical self. So when I'm jumping on the podcast, I'm saying, girl, you know, put your put your your thoughts and, you know, your belief in something greater, something higher. And I'm always going to point you back to God. I'm always going to point you back to his word um, because I know it to be good, even when nothing else around me looks good I know him to be good and that's all I need to know <laughs> girl okay so <laughs> you said a mouthful and I I love it because it is so true that that God just desires to be our father mm -hmm. and our guide and to direct us if we submit ourselves and surrender ourselves to walk in that space and you know what he has been um, dealing with me about as far as courageousness is surrendering all areas, right? Yes. Because like you said, we'll be like, okay, um, okay, I'm good here. I think I got this. Like I got the methodology to whatever it is I'm trying to do. I think I'm good. Like I got this. I'm, I'm taking care of this on my own. Like you begin to think that you're your success is your own or your ability to do certain things are your own. Um, and then I think we have those areas of our lives where we're just like, okay, Lord, I, I see, I've seen you manifest yourself in this space, but I haven't seen you manifest yourself in that space. And I'm not really sure if I'm ready to uh, give you that space to manifest yourself in. And so I wonder what you would say to the person who is kind of like, um, yeah, in that space where they're like, you know, I see God moving in this direction, but now this space is new to, not new to me, but new to me surrendering. Mm -hmm. And so how do I release um, that surrender? How do I find myself in that place where I'm, I'm just like letting go? Yeah, so you're coming from a place of like vulnerability, because sometimes we often forget that you have to be vulnerable before the Lord, like he wants the naked part of parts of you that you're unwilling to share to the world. Um, although you may feel like you're pouring out constantly, there are parts of you that you keep hitting, that you keep to yourself, that you keep tucked away. Those are the places that God wants. Um, he see what you're doing in the world. He see what you're doing in your business and things like that. But he wants the things that no one sees. He wants um, the weeping in the showers. He wants the let up late at nights. He wants the early morning because your your mind is just so wandering um, and pondering on things. And so really getting vulnerable. And one um, thing that I did was I fell in love with complete worship. They're like just singing before God and really pouring out um, certain worship songs move me in different ways, depending on the season or depending on how I'm, um, you know, really processing where I am in my life. But um, 
prayer journaling and worship are two ways that I kind of just get before God and I start to reveal the broken pieces of me. So it's sometimes we want to go to God and we want to go to him whole or we want to go to him clean and and you know we want to believe in him for the for the good things in our life. But sometimes we have to go back. We have to trust and believe God for the things that wasn't good in our life. We have to go back and believe in God for the broken pieces of us that we feel whole, we feel complete. Um, it could be stuff 10, five years ago, 15 years ago, we still need to offer that up to the Lord. It's not the stuff that we're currently walking in that he wants. He wants the stuff that you no longer talked about. He wants the stuff that you no longer show, like your scars, stuff that you, you know, you say, oh, been there, done that. No, God wants you to offer that up to him as a sacrifice, because in those moments, that's when we begin to trust God with the sacred parts of us, you know, the hidden places that no one knows, the, um, the choices that we've made prior to stepping into our calling, you know, the things that we've done prior to living for God. And that's why I love that um, She Believed He Could is about meeting women where they are and that we all had a starting place. So when they see me, when you see me know that it's God, but I haven't always walked with the Lord. I haven't always declared and spoke with such authority like I did have a past. And, and so to highlight that, it's being vulnerable unto the people. So when God calls you to the nation, like he wants you to go out and share your story, all of it. He wants you to share the good, the bad, the ugly. And I think we have to be true with ourselves to know that, girl, you used to struggle big time with this. Um, you may not struggle with it no more, but it's somebody that you can help that, you know, around you that could, you know, benefit from your story. And so I believe like getting before God and really sharing some of the things that broke us, some of the things in our life that we were mad at God about, or maybe some things that we felt like God really didn't show up in our life. Those are the moments where we have to be most vulnerable with God and allow him to meet us in those places. Because although we're stuck in time and we're like right in this middle place, God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. So he's ahead, behind, to the side. So he can go anywhere you need him to go and be anywhere you need him to be and meet you in that very place. Yes, I'm I'm over here taking some notes because there's like three things that you said that I just I want to I would like to highlight when you were talking about worship, right? Mm -hmm. I just remember like I love I love to worship, but what I did notice is um for me, maybe within the past two or three years, there was a shift in in the way I worshiped. And then and then we had the pandemic. So now you're not in a church, you're not in the space with like all the music and all of the saints worshiping at the same time. And the Lord really began to remind me that that worship place is like a tender, it's a tenderness, a tender space. And so yes. I bring that up because we're talking about vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, the Lord has definitely been dealing with me about being more vulnerable in other areas. And one thing that I recognize is that sometimes we experience things in life that break us, mm -hmm. or we think, you know, it's painful, it doesn't break us, but it's painful. And, and when we go through those things, we start putting up these walls that prevent us from um, releasing or being as open 
as we used to be before. And so God was just really showing me like, you remember when you was on your knees and you was worshiping and like, you were like, here I am, all of me. <laughs> um, and so where at one point I had gotten to the place where I was just like, I was still worshiping. I still, um, you know, wanted to praise him, believe that he was, you know, he's awesome and he's worthy of the praise, but my praise got quieter. Like it's very much more of a, I'm listening to the worship song. I'm not actually worshiping, you know? Yes. And, and it's so interesting that you would say that because, and then you mentioned going back, like, you know, it doesn't matter if it happened a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, God still wants to deal with those areas. And I think that that is so true because sometimes what he has for us, he can't give us because those other areas have not been healed or mended or, or worked through. And so at some point we still have to go back. We still have to go back and, and do what I call the courageous work, right? Yes. Those are the uncomfortable spaces that we find ourselves in. And, and who wants to be, who wants to be, you know, rehashing or revisiting things. But um, I love what you said about it being, it's important. He wants all of, he doesn't want pieces of us, right? He wants all of us. Yeah, definitely. And as you were talking about worshiping, um, during the pandemic is when I really found my place of worship. Um, and when you think about when one who sings, like you really sing from your diaphragm, which is like your core. So when you think about really allowing yourself to be vulnerable before God in your in your worship, in that place of worship, you're literally open opening up to God and the best part of you, which is your core. And so I think during the pandemic for me, worship really became like a safe haven because I was really clinging on to just um this melody of song that I know that the Lord sings over me. And um, I was prophesied to a few years back that the Lord sings over you. And I believe he sings over all of us um, in his own little way, in his own little tune, because I, I hear like sweet sounds of melody from a father that would be rocking their little baby to sleep. And so when you worship, it's more so um, allowing God to really, really cradle you in that moment, really just um, comfort you in the way that the world can't, the way that your spouse can't, your children can't. Um, and so a place of worship is not only you don't have to necessarily be verbally saying the song or singing out the song, but allowing yourself to be um, in a very um, like a place where you can be comforted, you know, by, by the father. That's how I see worship. And it's another way for you to pour out, um, you know, if, if all you had was your a song for the father, you better give him the best song you could possibly sing um, and pour out your everything. And so I love that being vulnerable to God comes from a place where going back to those, you know, to those hidden places, I like to call them because they get tucked away after a few years, especially after you've moved on and um, it's, you feel like it's no longer an issue. So we tuck them away, we push them to the furthest place of our minds. And then um, when something happens and it comes back suddenly, that's when we're crushed. That's when we're going into like mental breakdowns and we're finding ourselves depressed, anxiety, because we haven't dealt with it. Um, we just forgot about it. And so God um, allows us to go back to those places so that we can see his hand on in our life. And I think a lot of people miss that, is that he doesn't want us to rehash the bad or the things that kept us 
shattered and um, not really broken, but like um, bruised in that in that point. He really wants us to go back and say, God, you know, and we come from a grateful place. Like, God, you really kept me in that moment because that could have been my last moment. Um, but here I am five, 10 years later. So God is like, I want you to know that I've always been with you. I've always walked with you um, in the bad and the ugly and in the pain parts of your life, um, the things that no one wants to talk about, right? So I think for me going back was really reassuring my heart that God has been with me, that he's been walking with me. And now that I'm walking with the Lord, I, you know, now I see my eyes are open, my ears are open to him. But back then he, he felt so far away. And so God is just needing us to be reassured in that moment that he never left, not for a minute. And so that's where we find our comfort. That's where we find our, our courage to keep going and our faith to believe higher and greater than this world. So I love that you compare worship to comfort because mm -hmm. girl, you in my bathroom now. That's where I get my <laughs> worship on in the bathroom. But I, I just had a um, recently a situation where I was in a conversation and someone brought up something like from the past and um, and it made me feel like villainized or it made me feel a certain kind of way. And the first thing that I did was I was like, okay, I'm gonna go take a shower. I'm gonna go turn mm -hmm. on my, my worship song. And I went and it was so like, instead of like the normal activity would have been like, whatever, Nobody got time for X, Y, and Z. I'm moving on. So what they think X, Y, and Z. But um, what I chose to do, and this is like in that courageous space, is be like, okay, I'm going to sit with this for a minute. I'm going to sit with this feeling, but I'm not going to just sit with it. I'm going to give it to God. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I was listening to this song called Gyra by Elevation um, Music, I don't think they have released it. They put it out, but then they put it back in, but I got a copy. But anyway, so. <laughs> they I have love that song. Girl, I was listening to that and it was like literally like the comfort of the father just coming on me. And I remember in my thought process when I'm listening to the song, it was like, they may not understand the person that I was talking to may not understand, but you understand you understand my heart, you understand, you know, how I feel, you understand. And it was so freeing. It's so freeing, you know? And I think that sometimes in those sensitive, like tender or hidden spaces that you were talking about, we try, we tend to shy away from that because we're afraid of the, the pain or whatever we're associating with it that is going to surface. But what we find, if we really give it to him, that he covers that, like he becomes Absolutely. that blanket, right? He becomes that covering. And mm -hmm. when I tell you, I was like, when I got out the shower, I was like, still feeling some kind of way, but feeling some kind of way, knowing that he has me. And so it was like, okay, if another conversation has to be had, it'll be okay it'll be yeah. all right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I love that you were bringing that up because um, that's such an important part of worship. That is such an important part. And I think another thing that I, I kind of wanted to talk about just a little bit around worship and surrender is I used to um, be a praise dancer. 
so for me, worship is was like so expressive and just like, oh, everything would just come out in that space. And then we find ourselves in different seasons, you know, I'm not mm -hmm. going into a church and even before the pandemic, just where I was, they didn't really praise dance. And so um, how important is it to make sure that you are keeping that connection with the Lord, regardless of how your situation or how your dynamics change? Oh, that is a good question. Um, when, let me tell you, I, over the years, I have gotten to a place where I, I don't keep nothing as close to my heart than I do my word, than I do my worship. Um, God was revealing to me at one point that I had my husband on the altar of my heart, um, that I was starting to idolize my children. Like God was just highlighting these things because he needed me to know that um, where he stood in my life. And so when I would pray, my prayers would seem void. Like it seemed like nothing was moving in my life. I would plant these seeds of faith and I wouldn't see any uh, harvest. I wouldn't see any growth. If anything, they were being choked out um, by the by the things that I was constantly um, walking through in my life. And so I went to God and I was so, uh, you know, I was so adamant about getting an answer from him where I found myself praying and fasting more. But when it, when it comes to pulling down heaven, it's like, that's truly a safe place for me. Um, because I've been hurt by, you know, the things of this world. I've been, my children has disappointed me. My husband has, you know, made me feel some type of way. And so when you start to realize that you can't really find that peace, that fruit of the spirit, that hope, that joy in the things of this world and the people in this world, you really do seek something um, greater than what you see. And I think for me, it took me so long to get that, you know, I would just be settling for the things of this world when it comes to just relationships or just jobs. And I wouldn't even um, include, you know, prayer into anything that I had going on. And so when God was really opening my eyes to um, that place of surrender, you know, it comes that it comes from a place that if if I have nothing else, you know, all I need, all I want is you, Lord. Like, I know that I have to have you. Um, it becomes a need. And so I tell, you know, people all the time, like, when, when God becomes a need for you, then you'll realize that everything else is just a want. Your, your, your husband, your family, your job, your career, everything else is added to you but it, it doesn't make you who you are. It, it doesn't define you. Your marriage don't define you. Your children don't define you. Um, so having that place of comfort and rest in the Lord, it really eased my mind that even if everything else around me crumbled today, I still have you know, my father, I still have my word. And it, and, and, and that doesn't say that it won't be hard. You know, I think a lot of people think that we walk with this faith that makes us invincible, that makes us, um, you know, we don't feel no pain or anything. And it's not that at all, because they, they have to realize too, that we're called to be followers of Jesus Christ. And Jesus felt everything. He felt pain. He felt sadness, grief, moments of, um, you know, frustration. And so God intended that, um, 
that was intentional in that moment in the three years that Jesus was doing his ministry because God needed us to know that he can relate in any season of our life, anything that we're walking through. And so it just goes back to saying like, he's a good, good father and that we can find rest and we can find peace in our surrender because there's nothing, there's nothing that he can't do. And there's nothing that he is doing that isn't, you know, that doesn't amount up to the goodness in our life. I think people hurt people, people let people down. Um, And so we have to look for something, you know, we have to look for something much further and much deeper than just people. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And it makes me want to ask you, um, how do you like what, what routines or what ways do you, I guess, set up boundaries to create that space where um, your relationship with God is the priority? Because I know you mentioned your children, your husband, your job, your podcast, everything that you're doing. So how, what does it look like for you to um, create that, that intimate time with God? Man, it's, um, it looks different day to day, but the thing is, um, I went so long without God. Like I went, I, when I think about the years I walked alone, you know, quote unquote alone, like I felt that I pushed God out. Um, I, I, I bring that back to me like, okay, I know what that felt like. I know what it, what it feels to be isolated. Um, so now it's like, it's without a, it's without a question. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I want to do is grab my phone so I can play worship. I need to get my mind clear. I need to get my spirit. Um, I need to get my spirit awake. Like I need to get it up. I need to know that no matter what's going to unfold in this day, that it is good. Um, even in the car, I'm just like playing worship. Um, I really make sure that I get in my Bible and read. Um, I think for me, it's like a, it's like when things are just so busy around me, I break away out of the, with the intentional mindset of being free. When I go before the father, I'm not a mother. I'm not a wife. I'm not a full-time employee. I don't have responsibilities unto the Lord in that way. And so Of course, I want to, you know, carve out some time to get before him and just be daughter and just be me um, without everything else, you know, that's added on to me in this lifetime. Although I'm thankful, I'm very blessed to have a family, to have, you know, a full time job and to have all these things added to me. But God, you know, he never fails and never ceases to um, remind me, you know, very suddenly that he's here, he's with me. And so every day I just be very clear with my intentions when it comes to like the way that I talk, the way that I speak. Um, I used to be a, uh, what do you call it? Like if you, you, I used to speak without thinking. So I used to be very reactive um, to certain (laughs) things, but now I'm like, okay, you gotta be more kingdom minded. You know, what would Jesus do? And I just recorded this on the podcast. We know a lot of people ask that question what would Jesus do? But they don't seek God for the answer. It's more so of a thought, like, well, I wonder what Jesus would do. And then they go on and do what they were going to do anyway. So it's like, if you're really going to talk about it, be about it. Right. Um, so I think it, for me, it comes from a place of doing everything wrong for so long that now it's just not an option. Now it's more so, um, I'm going to show up, um, and really follow Jesus in the way that 
I need to, not only for me, but for my children, for my family, for my mother. Um, and that's when you start to really become kingdom minded, because then you say, okay, this is bigger than me. You know, I am called to be the salt and the light and the earth. And it's starting right here in my home and starting right there at that job. Um, and when you start to see yourself in the light that God sees you, oh, you make it a part of your everyday routine. It just becomes a part of you. And it, you know, and that's who God calls us to be. He calls us all these great things. And so we just have to walk in it, you know, really embrace it with everything in us. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, um, Kiana, can you tell us a little bit more about your podcast, um, what you talk about and or like if there's different seasons that you're kind of um you kind of have for sure so um she believed he could we are on season two god um showed me coming out of 2020 that i would be producing this show in seasons and it was so good when he did because i didn't necessarily know why people produce their show in seasons but then god was showing me that there are times and i'm going to need to rest and i'm going to need to get back before him um, in prayer and fasting and really equip myself for, for greater. You know, God takes us from glory to glory. And oftentimes we pray and we believe God for that, but we don't prepare ourselves mentally, emotionally. Um, our mindset, we're still stuck on, you know, two months ago, three months ago. And so God is saying, there's gonna be time for rest. You know, you're gonna need to be able to be prepared for where I'm taking you. Um, so she believed he could. Um, it's a weekly podcast. I jump on. I never know what I'm going to talk about. It's truly a, a spirit led show. I jump on. Um, and it's very uh, real. It's a very reality uh uh like perspective. Like so, when I jump on, I'm more so um, giving you things that I felt in the spirit right then so like let's say um god gives me a word for the show and so um of course i go before him and i get all the confirmation in the world and then i go into the podcast and i just share it with his people who's ever tuning in um from all around the country all around the world um and i really just speak from a place of authenticity you know i think god was showing me that uh, you know, a few months back that he really needs me to be more vulnerable um, to the people. I think I used to hide my relationship with God out of like secrecy or like out of protection kind of, you know, um, because I wasn't sure how people would uh, handle my faith or me believing that God is my father and that I truly walk in that. And so I was trying to protect myself in that way. And God was saying, you know, he was reassuring my heart that it was okay, that, you know, when he called me to do the podcast, it I was scared as crap at first. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, like, who really wants to listen? But the more I recorded and the more I do this now, God is showing me that it's more so for me than them. So even if no one listened, even if two people listened, what did I get out of it? And so you have to know that when God gives you ministry or when he gives you a calling, that it's going to start with you. He's going to stretch you in places um, that's going to be able, that's going to be more beneficial to yourself. And so now when I get on there, um, I'm just so excited to 
share these different perspectives on the Bible. I think um, a lot of people, they are stagnant in faith because they don't, they don't read the word. And so I've been there. I've been very stagnant in my faith when it comes to reading the word and really um, understanding. I think it's all about your understanding, your perspective of God and his word, right? So that's what she believed he could is. It's more so listen to a girl on a podcast sharing her beliefs about marriage motherhood sisterhood all things under the sun but you have to know that right there in the midst of my reality check God has come in and saved the day so it's more so like you know where can God meet you in your today where can you allow him to meet you in your tomorrow and then stand on his word and his promise in that moment and allow him to really you know cater to you to where you know that you are loved, you are valued, and that you can stand on his promises. Um, and so that's where I believe that my heart has really shifted for the podcast in this season is more so getting on and saying, hey, girl, you're not alone. Listen, you know, sometimes it's going to be tough. Sometimes we aren't going to have time to do all of the things that we've planned, but you have to know that there's grace for you. You have to know that God already knew um your next five days before you could even wrap your mind around it so it's more so like allowing God to meet you right now today um with no questions asked even when it doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like just allow him to meet you right there and so that's what I love about the show you know what I what I love about what you're doing is it's almost like you're inviting people into your conversation with the Lord like to, to your, yes. your conversation and your, your uh, revelation, your insight, mm -hmm. you know, as God is downpouring it to you and giving it to you. And I think that's pretty awesome because really that's teaching people how to have relationship. Right. Yes. And so mm -hmm. it's almost like in your vulnerable place, you're um, sharing your relationship, that intimate space with, with other people so that they can, um, understand and I think even feel less intimidated um, to be able to create one of their own and so I, I love that I love that yes that is so good that is definitely what it is it's really um sharing my relationship with God you know I, I call him father um me growing up without a father in the world um I really had to believe in something more so when God you know came before me as father you know I really gravitated to it and so that's why I kept it like in secrecy for so long or really uh, I kept it really like protected and private because that's my father like that's father-daughter relationship and so God was saying that's where I need you to be more vulnerable that's where I need you to speak out and um you know a lot of people to see me you know in your life and um so therefore, people won't be, like you said, so intimidated by his presence, by his word, by his, um, you know, by his word. And so giving people another perspective, oh, wow, okay, so you can, you know, be called a child of God, be, you know, a daughter under, you know, this mighty big guy in the sky and still be able to do all these amazing things. And, and, and it isn't always going to be, you know, pretty, you know, there will be times of stumble, there will be, be times of struggle, but you have to know that God is still with you. So still allowing him to come in as father and be in that relationship with you, you know? Um, so yeah, so that's, man, it's been such a blessing and 
it feels good every time when I share that God is father. And this is just a little behind the scenes of my conversations with him and revelations that he's shown me. Um, and I just pray that it continue to bless whoever tunes in, whoever checks it out, wherever God leads me, I will follow. So that's been my heart for 2021. I want to say, yo, I got to stop <laughs> doing that, but um I, I really, really love that. And I, while you were talking, I was thinking about the, she believed he could like, like even just the audacity of that, like the <laughs> tenaciousness, even that like sparks a fire in you. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that you sharing pieces of your relationship with him really shows how you build that muscle of believing that he can yes. like, you know, we, I think about like the father child scenario, like when you think of the daughter um, going to their dad, it's like dad can do everything. Like he can, he can solve every problem. He is like the all knowing, all seeing, like you have all the answers. And I think just really showing them like, you know, I conversate with him. I talk with him. I'm, I live life with him. I come to him like you would come to your dad that you see as this alpha person and and nobody can tell you that your dad like my dad passed away when I was young too but <laughs> I know yeah. like you know the feeling or the imagery of it is like no one and no one can tell you like no one can tell you that he can't do it like no one can tell me any differently and so I love that I love that I love that so can you tell everyone how they can um get in contact with you where your podcast is listed um, and anything else that you might have going on that you want to share with them? For sure. So um, I always encourage people to check out my website at www.shebelievehecould.org. I do have a um, tab where you can check out all of the podcast episodes. I know it's kind of tricky sometimes when people are trying to figure out where to go to listen to the podcast based upon if you have a phone or where you live. But I'm also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Um, I believe I'm on Spotify. Um, and yeah, so it's like, even if you don't have any of those things, you can go to my website. I wanted to be very clear that I wanted those episodes on a web browser because I'm pretty sure wherever we go, we're going to have some Wi-Fi or some internet. So you can kind of check out those episodes on my website. Um, I'm on Instagram as she believed he could. Um, I'm definitely trying to figure out a way to online um, connect with all of the beautiful ladies over there and really just build momentum as we um, tackle on this new year. Um, I'm currently in production of a prayer journal. Um, I'm really moving at the pace and in, 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 in the space that God has me. Um, he hasn't really gave me an official release date, but just know that it is complete we have gotten things in the works so whenever God gives me the green light on that I would definitely um you know showcase that everywhere um and I am on Facebook as well for all of my Facebookers um as she believed he could um over there too so it's been it's been a, a roller coaster of emotion since I launched this thing but God has never you know, he has never failed me yet. Um, if anything, I've not shown up 
in places. I've not shown up in spaces that he has called me to. Um, and with that, you know, you have to know that God still calls you. Even when we don't show up, he still calls us. Even when our um, yes is a little muffled at time, God still hears it so loud, so clearly, so boldly. So I just want to encourage anybody that's listening that you have to come from a place of authority. You have to really speak life over yourself. Um, and we do that with our mindset. We do that with um, believing in something bigger than ourselves, um, bigger than the things and the people around us. So she believes he could is a declaration. We are encouraging women across the globe to believe again. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm just, I'm, my mind <laughs> is going with all kinds of ideas right now, but um, I am so excited. I can't wait for that prayer journal. Is it a prayer journal? Mm -hmm. It's a prayer journal. A prayer journal to release. I love me a good journal. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And I will especially love one with she believe he could on top of it. <laughs> yes. Words speak to me. Okay. But um, yeah, so I thank you so much, Kiana, for being on the show. Um, I encourage everybody to check out her podcast. Um, she is doing great things. And I know that just as good as this conversation was, um, tapping into her conversations with the Lord and the things that he's dropped on her heart to share with you is going to be even more fulfilling. So thank you so much, Kiana, for being on the show today. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been such an honor. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos, and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.